Good song. Style Council. How are you? Good morning, everybody. The sun is shining here in the gated community. I just was uh, playing some tunage. Actually, I just calmed myself down because I've uh, I've just spent. Uh, oh, well, I must have spent at least. I mean, it's twenty minutes to nine right now, and I'm recording the uh, the pod. But I must have spent at least uh, the last hour trying to fix a toilet seat. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, uh, you know, the uh, slow motion action replay ones. You know, it's it's got a soft lid. Uh, it comes down, comes down slowly, right? Now it's not a new one. Don't get me wrong. It's probably a couple of years old. How often are you supposed to change your toilet seat? How how often? What's what's the rules? Are there any rules about? That. I know with the bed, uh, with the bed you're supposed to change it every eight years. Who does that? I don't mean uh, change the mattress. I mean you've got to change your sheets every now. Um, but uh, this toilet seat, I, got, I, I, I was one of those things I got up and I thought, right, you, my toilet seat nemesis, I'm going to take you on today. I'm going to show you I'm the boss in this house, not you. Because uh, when people come round, well, I haven't had anybody around for like, what, 15 weeks now? Oh, congratulations, Shielders. You finally got a, a proper mention. We'll talk about that later on. Um, but I saw how to go. It's supposed to come, it's supposed to come down, I'm it's supposed to come down like that slowly. Once you put, the, but it won't do that. It just keeps on collapsing, right? And uh, apparently, uh, my wife says that sometimes it collapses. When you're sat on it, you know, the seat, the lid stops coming down while you're sat on it. So I spent an hour, I still haven't fixed it. It's not been fixed at all. Uh, I can't, I don't know what, I'm going to have to get a new one. I, I, I don't even know what, it's, so, it's a soft release, a, a slow motion action replay ones anyway. Uh, but it, I think it'll have to go. It'll have to go because it can't stay around for much longer. But uh, that was after uh, we had been out early this morning painting the kerbstones in the gated community. I found out this morning, you know, we're painting them red, white, and blue. Though there is an issue. Uh, red, white, and blue are supposed to be doing the colours of the year. Uh, but the red looks a bit pinky to me. Uh, it looks a wee bit pink. And other people were commenting, it, I think it's cheap red we've got, but it's pink. Pink, blue, and white. So uh, the management of Sista uh, uh, the uh, is painting for the time being till they investigate of the pink paint pandemic, not the pandemic, pandemonium, anyway, it doesn't, it's not a pink paint, pink paint pandemic. Uh, but I've got some great news for you uh, today as well. Because um, uh, one of the biggest things about getting released from the lockdown, and it looks like it's happening sooner rather than later. They're talking about pubs and everything. Oh, that's another thing as well. Is the 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 news people they're already saying what's going to happen, uh, hairdressers and everything, which is good news. But wouldn't it be great just to hear it officially from the prime minister? They saying this is what we're going, rather than this kind of leaky thing that happens. You know, where they just leak and then they press go. Oh, this could happen. Everything. Um, but it, but it, but it looks like we're kind of getting uh, released uh, from that, and and again, uh, fantastic news on the shielders. Oh, I can't believe it. The shielders are going to get some kind of. I think in what two or three weeks' time, you're going to get uh, allowed to go out and and maybe you know, And well done. 
hearing stories this morning about people been uh, you know uh, for like three months. I had one uh, one uh, woman talking about uh, her sons get multiple sclerosis, so they haven't been out for three months. She said it's felt like a prison. I'll tell you what, right now the mental health aspect of this is going to be massive. Uh, but uh, it's good news, and it's also good news as well, because there's a couple of people that uh, listen to the pod, uh, like Claire, who's self-isolating, and they've felt, you know, neglected. They've felt ignored. What about us? Well, you, but at least there is some kind of recognition that you're getting talked about, and it could be positive in it as well. And talking of positive things during the lockdown, oh, yeah, I found this yesterday. This will be handy. Where's your nearest lockdown loo? Website is <laughs> website is hailed as a lifesaver for mapping open public conveniences and toilets and pub stations at cafes across the UK. Why didn't we have this before? I want that before, I, you know, because, you know, I've got to work out whenever I go anywhere, I have to work out where my toilet stops. You know, can I get down there? Uh, you know, I'll have a coffee there and then I go for a bit of shopping. Where can I go for the nearest decent toilets? I don't, I'm not a big public, uh, public toilet person. Um, as lockdown increases, ease and people socialise, uh, or sorry, as lockdown restrictions ease and people socialise outdoors with takeaway coffees and beers, the question of access to toilets proving a big problem. It is. It is a big problem for people who actually wanted to kind of, uh, you know, to, to go out and if there are no toilets, I was thinking about when you go to the seaside, where, all right, you have to go in the sea. You have to go in the sea to go in the sea. Uh, there is now a solution in the form of a lockdownloo.com created by civil servant Tom and his tech worker brother, uh, Charles of Hammersmith, operating under the alias of Sir Cotshot, which aims to log all the open conveniences across the UK and Northern Ireland. The site currently lists more than 1,200 public toilets and loos and uh, cafes and pubs that are open. Now, this is fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, just go there. It's, 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 it's lockdownloo.com. I wonder who would, who would advertise. It would probably be toilet paper, wouldn't it? Toilet paper would be the, uh, the thing. But it's got all the... even It's even got ones in Scotland, and we only have, the, like, a couple of toilets in Scotland. Because we've got all the land, you see. In Scotland, you just go where you are. You just go, yeah, you don't have to worry too much. It's just, oh, there's a big lock. Oops. Oh, oh. Uh, the uh, the management are checking the uh, the painted kerbs. Oh, there's a lot of shaking their head going on. They ain't happy. We have pink, blue, and white kerbs. Oh, I've got a couple of updates from the Gator community as well. A cup of coffee. Mm. That's the Americana one from the tin. I'm not sure about. So there you go. Uh, Lockdownloo.com is the place to go if you want to find out where your toilets are. Uh, that uh, and isn't that great news? Uh, Stanley Johnson, you know the Prime Minister's uh, father. Uh, yesterday it transpires he's trying to get a French passport. Oh la 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 la! Ooh la la! Stanley Johnson, he's become a celebrity because of his son, and they they go to Stanley Johnson. Whenever there's some kind of opinion needed about that age group of person, that guy hasn't got a clue what the rest of us. Yeah, he's got money, he's wedged. Anyway, he's trying to apply for a French passport, get this, so his grandchildren will have access to the European market and everything. They'll be able to become embroiled or get all the benefits of Europe. 
And of course, we had Mr. Farage. Uh, he uh, his he was trying to get German passports for his children, wasn't he, or his whatever, so they could get the benefits of having a European passport of some kind. For the rest of us, oh no, no, we are we are you know because we're coming out to get the benefits of coming out, uh, um, but the rest of them they're applying for passports right left centre. You know what's really really it bugs me about this. You know what really grabs my is dead simple. Uh, that they're doing it in the open now. They're doing it. They're not even hiding it, and they're not even denying it. They're just doing this in the open, and going, "Hey, yeah, yeah, hands up, yeah, we're doing this. We're applying for it. Yeah, we have. We've applied for a passport. Yeah, it's fine. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do, eh? I tweeted yesterday. They're getting away with it because there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing because. Uh, the, the, you know, the government and, and MPs don't have the backbone to fight these things. We had the Cummings thing. Cummings is now the Prime Minister, uh, whatever you like. Cummings is the Prime Minister. He's running the country. Uh, that's it. End of story. Even though Boris is, you know, he's not. It's the backbenchers and Cummings. Uh, but anyway, that, but they're doing it in the wide open spaces. They say, yeah, yeah, you caught us. It's a bit like... You know, uh, getting caught shoplifting. You walk out and the guy goes, hey, I saw you doing that, the security guy. I saw you taking that. I said, yeah, yeah, I, I took it. So what? You know, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, you got a point. Off you go then. Off you go for, uh, off you go out there and, and, and you know, take your stuff well. And well done for, for uh, owning up. But there's nothing we can do about it. Talking of great crimes of the century. God, I'm sounding slick this morning, aren't I? I am sounding like a. <laughs> I sounding like I'm getting used to this. And thank you for all the nice comments that people are sending me about the uh, the Gator Community Podcast. It's yeah, it's nice. It just gives me and and I think it was uh, uh, Nick Knack or uh, on the uh, Twitter said uh, she, she he or she's enjoying it, and she hopes I get mental I get help with mental health. Mental health is at the moment is absolutely fine because. You know, I take the ta I'm on a, a tablet. So you, I don't want to bore you. It's a and it works. It keeps me like that. But some days you dip. Uh, but at the moment, after the grandkids at the weekend, yes, I feel my sap is rising. I don't mean that in a kind of kinky, sexy way. Though there's nothing wrong with kinky sex. I've just never indulged in it. <laughs> You're giving away too much now, Ronnie. British man caught smuggling cocaine in a fake penis. <laughs> uh, British man caught smuggling cocaine in, uh, Belg into Belgium inside a fake penis faces three yards, three yards, <laughs> three years in prison. <laughs> he was arrested in February when he arrived at Brussels airport from Jamaica. He initially failed a drug test with border agents detecting a presence of cocaine. Well, you would, wouldn't he? Officials then found that he had hidden 127 grams of cocaine inside the artificial penis. Um, he <laughs> they always say this. He told investigators he tended to use the cocaine for personal use once he returned home. Uh, <laughs> he was then taken... Uh, to a nearby hospital for further examination where officials found that he put this cocaine inside the fake penis. Uh, prosecutors could not prove the man, 
who said he was off the drugs by an acquaintance while visiting his mother in Jamaica was a mule, but... He's asked for a 36-month... He, he still asked for a 36-month sentence. Uh, my client has kidney failure and needs to exercise well as follow a proper diet, his lawyer said, according to the report. Uh, so, uh, I, of all the things, you know, who came up with that idea? Because, you know, it's illegal and drugs are bad, kids. But the person went, you know what, let's make a fake one and let's see if we can put drugs up there and let's see, you know, see if anybody catches us. You know, just put it up there. How did, what did he do with his real... You know, where did he tuck that away? If he had a fake one, where's the... What did he do with it? That's where the investigation needs to be. Inside Out needs to get across that on the BBC. Where did the real penis go when the fake one took its place? That's a great heading. I'd watch that programme. Inside Out or The One Show. I don't think that would make The One Show to you. <laughs> Wouldn't he get there? Uh, what else? Have, oh, yeah. Uh, what I was going to say, uh, we got an update of the gated community, the goings-on. As you know... I would be painting the curbs. But one of the issues uh, we got, uh, you know, was is the pink paint. But also we discovered why we're doing it. We're going to have an open day. The gated community is going to have an open day. How exciting. Because a lot of stuff flies around the uh, the, the uh, city about what goes on in the gated community. I think I think it's some kind of weird cult. You know, we're not. We're just ex-celebrities, uh, ex-show business personalities, ex-entertainers who've been uh, locked up, uh, who are allowed to live here for all the kind of right money. Uh, for, well, we have to pay the right money. Uh, but we get these great facilities here, uh, but we just have to, you know, we have to take our part in it. We have to help. Uh, well, we actually, we we run the, we do all the work that needs to be done there. But um, so, uh, but we're going to have an open day uh, to try and relieve the, the whole thing about, you know, what, what goes on here. I think, oh, actually... We're trying to uh, trying to recruit new uh, people. There's a couple of empty flats and uh, houses in the uh, gated community. You you I mean you can apply. Oh, hello to Harry who emailed me uh, Ronnie at RonnieBarber.co.uk. He's become my agent. He's trying to get me a new gig on the radio. Well done, Harry. Keep going, mate. It'll be a long time, I suspect, before I'm back on the radio. But that's how it goes. Uh, there's a lot of people lost their jobs. Uh, during this, I'm just one of them. But I didn't lose it because of COVID. I can't remember how I lost it. I didn't walk out this time, no? Yeah, I stayed to the end, to the bitter end. No, it wasn't bitter. I just, well, we just came to the end of the contract. Um, the other thing is, I remember uh, Bobby Tingle. Uh, Bobby Tingle was arrested for uh, growing something in his allotment. That wasn't Bobby Tingle in the four plays, great group. The four plays are uh, waiting for uh, uh, getting uh, thrown out of the country. Um, but Bobby Tingle has been re uh, released and but rearrested because he defaced his cell while he was in there. I don't know what he meant by defacing, but he's defaced his cell. So Bobby Tingle has been arrested again. But well done, everybody who's been contributing to the uh, the uh, free Bobby Tingle uh, on the justgiving.co.uk uh, slash Bobby Tingle. We're up to £234 at the last counting. That's for his legal bills. Uh, now, you remember the other thing in the gated community, the uh, flaming, tumbling torsos. You remember one of them caught, uh, the, the shorts caught fire and they got uh, uh, got burned in the nethers? 
All right. Uh, he's fine now. He's out. Uh, but uh, the uh, the authorities have decided to clamp down on him or them. Uh, so they're taking away the flames. So they're just going to be called the tumbling torsos. But controversially, they've all been issued with... Um, oh, oh, that's a... That's a somebody's got a new street light outside their house. Four doors down. Oh, that looks brilliant. They're getting a kind of like a, a big um, lamp. You know, the kind of ones that they, when they put on the car parks at the airports. Oh, that's going to be massive. Wow, that'll help the CCTV. We've got CCTV. That's going to help that massively. Oh, they'll keep us awake, though. The light's got to be on. Anyway, the uh, tumbling torsos have all been fitted with smoke alarms because the management don't want them to do any flamings anymore. No more flamings for the tumbling torsos because... Uh, they don't want it. They don't want any more fires. We, we, we don't like to attract any attention to the gated community. Uh, so they're just going to be called the tumbling torsos now. Uh, so we're getting there. We're, we've got the open day coming up. So, and we're still uh, doing more marching practice uh, for the wonderful uh, St Vitus Day celebrations. So that's what's kind of going on at the moment. So it's, quite, uh, it's quite busy. We've got a lot going on and the sun shines out. We're only allowed out in the sun for so long. Uh, then they send the drone up to make sure we're all back inside. Because um, we, you know, that's just, I don't want to go into it. Hey, did you see this about the app that didn't work? The, the NHS X app. This thing that went to the uh, that place, uh, you know, what's it now? The Isle of Wight? Isle of Wight? Um, is it the Isle of Wight? Not the Isle of Man. I could never. Isle of Man's up there. No. The Manx. The Isle of Man's the one with the, uh, the, the three legged is it three-legged cat i know the alaman alaman cat is it three tails cat what's the thing about the alaman cat uh it's a oh the manx cat is a breed of all right what is it oh it, oh it, it's got a natural naturally occurring mutation that shortens its tail ah the manx cat's got a short tail Remember that game you used to play, The Minister's Cat? You would throw the alphabet. The Minister's Cat's an awful cat. The Minister's Cat's a beastly cat. The Minister's Cat's a curious cat. The Minister's Cat's a delightful cat. And you know <sighs> They were quiet times in the old days. We didn't have any of your, uh, you know, Xboxes. We used to play games like that. Anyway, this NHS Axe, X-Axe app... 12 million quid so far for it doesn't work. It doesn't, right? So we're going back, so we're going to start working with uh, Google and Apple and hopefully um, Google and Apple get told this time and we'll start using them because your uh, Apple phones and everything. But 12, are, are there any techies out there? How the heck do you get to 12 million quid? How do you get to 12 million quid developing an app that doesn't work? And why... It's not like it's a new thing, an app. It's not like, a, oh, right, we'll come up with this thing called an app, an application. We'll come up with this new thing. Um, so we're going to start for No, they have, they've got all the technology, they've got all the, the, the you know, screwdrivers and everything they need for it. 12 million quid. And all I would say, ladies and gentlemen, follow the money. Just find out who are the companies behind the app. Just have a wee look-see. I'm not going to say any more than that. Just have a look-see. 
who's behind the app and who commissioned the app. Yeah, just have a look-see and you'll be interested to find out. That's all I'm going to say with that. I'm not going to get too controversial with that, but I think you know where I'm going with it. Uh, the um, shoppers claim... This is my money-saving consumer bit. Consumerism with Ronnie. Shoppers claim incredible £2.99 Febreze scent. Smells just like sell-out Britney Spears perfume. I tried to clean the car screen, windscreen with the Febreze ones. It was a dark morning and I got out there thinking it was spray to defrost, but it was Febreze for the, the couch. Uh, this, uh, yeah, the Febreze scent smells just like sell-out Britney Spears perfume. An eagle-eyed cleaning blogger first spotted the air freshener when shopping at in B and M, and it's what Zara J Zara J Madsen who posts cleaning hacks. She does, she posts them. Claims the product smells of the double, the double of the toxic singer's midnight fantasy perfume. <laughs> the mum of three from Leeds, she's got three kids, shared her incredible discovery with her six thousand. She's got six thousand followers. Wow. Uh, saying that the uh, it just smell it, this Febreze scent is a game changer. So I'm just going to say something out loud. Don't spray yourself, ladies and gentlemen, with Febreze. Okay, I wouldn't do that. Just don't, because well, sit in the couch after you, for, you know, but don't don't use it like perfume. And mum sparks debate uh, by listing two ways to fold towels. <laughs> oh, I love the internet. Give me a cup of coffee. Mm. A cup of coffee, and then uh, we're going down. Uh, it's the uh, it's a year since my mother-in-law died, uh, so we're going to go and put some flowers. Uh, she's not she's not uh, in the graveyard, just uh, the church. As I mentioned, so we're going to do that to do that later on today. We feel we're we're okay with it, but it's uh, it's been a year. It just seems like uh, just like yesterday. Anyway, Mum sparks debate by listing two ways. By listing two foot ways to fold towels, but there's a clear winner. Two ways to fold towers, towels, not towers. Is the way you can actually do it. Uh, how do you fold your towel? She asks. Option A requires you to fold the towel in half, half, and half again, so it forms a flat rectangle. Right. Okay. And then the other uh, uh, option B for your towel folding. The other involves uh, folding the towel in half before folding one end into the centre of the towel and repeat with the remaining portion, this creates a much thicker spa-like roll finish. Ah, oh, it's like those towels you get. Ah, oh, right. The post received over 4,000 comments. So that is a towel debate. 4,000 people wanted to comment about, and there'll be people going, I didn't even think about that. Uh, somebody said, um, one person said, God save anyone who folds like A in my house. Oh, oh. And a second admitted, uh, fold B. My husband does A, so the cupboard has a mix. <laughs> oh, bless them. At least it keeps them occupied, isn't it? Well, listen, uh, that's all the time we've got for it. Uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not going beyond the kind of 25 minutes because I don't want to bore you. A lot of people are uh, staying to the very end. Bless you for staying to the end. Uh, any emails? Ronnie at ronniebarber.co.uk. The sun is shining. Wear a mask, everybody. Wear a mask, especially when you're indoors or if you're, uh, you're shielding, okay? Uh, but look after yourselves. Uh, hopefully see you at the Mora. Have a good one.